Howdy do, buckaroos. I always like to give that a slightly more dramatical pause just to see if I can get Mike's heart rate elevated right at the top of the show. Hey, everybody. (laughs) This is the after show with Mike and Kelly. I am your host this week, apparently, uh, Kelly Gamont. With me, as usual, is my intercontinental podcasting partner in crime, Mike Rose. Hi, Mike. Intercontinental. We're we're transcontinental. Transcontinental. Today. I don't know. You we know. we we chose. We had the option to record a show when we would have been truly intercontinental or or transoceanic or multicontinental. Uh, we opted not to do that when I was on vacation uh, a couple weeks ago. Because Just, vacation. Because vacation. Also because ten hour time difference. Um, I was in. <laughs> I good was luck. In, yeah, I was in Tel Aviv in in Israel, and although I had pretty good internet. Um, it you can't do anything about that ten hour time difference with the Pacific Northwest. So correct. Yeah, that is that is pretty dramatic. Kelly, how's it going? Good to good to hear your voice. Yeah. Uh, well, it's weird. Um, mm. but you know, uh, the sun is out here today, so um, that's a thing that doesn't happen very often in March in the in the upper left. So yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a uh, change of change of circumstance that probably we should talk about at the top of the conversation. So for listeners who are accustomed to having Kelly's dulcet tones in your ear every morning, uh, <laughs> crawling into your ear like a SETI Alpha Six uh, brainworm, or maybe not. Uh, let's just maybe maybe that's not a good but good pleasant i mean but, come on but, but nicely but like friendly um mac observer daily observations uh the show that kelly's hosted the daily show is going away uh kelly will no longer be hosting it and um that's that's in part you know part of the ownership transition that's going on at the mac observer uh and and some shifts in shifts in alignment and priorities there but it means that Kelly doesn't get to do the Daily Show anymore, which is too bad. Uh, and and for those for loyal listeners, you can catch her here still, which yes. is nice. Not every day, um, but uh, we're you know best of luck to the to the new crew at the Mac Observer, and uh, don't know what they're going to do in terms of daily podcasting uh, podcastiness. Yeah, as of now, uh, it's sort of on hiatus. I guess mm. um, there's not been. Uh, because it was always sort of the companion show right. to the site. Uh, I always like to describe it as the commentary track for TMO. Um, because that was the point of it was like, here's what's interesting about this. Here's why it matters. Here's why you should care. Here's, here's you know, the thing that we think is important in this. Right. And, and the site has gone through evolution. You know, the show that I hosted up until a couple of weeks ago uh, was different than the show that I took over when Jeff Gamet left TMO and said, uh, my list of people who could possibly replace me is one person and it's Kelly. And, um, so it was, so, you know, it's different now. It was, you know, it was different at the end than it was at the beginning, continued to evolve and all of that. So, uh, I'm not sure what's in store for it from here, mm-hmm. but, um, if, if you're feeling indulgent, uh, we could possibly. I know this is not a thing we normally do, but we could maybe break a little news here if you were so inclined. Well, let's let's do that. Let's break a little news here, since uh, since this will go out sometime over the weekend. It's certainly before uh, Tuesday, before the peak performance event, which is another thing we're going to talk about. Let's hear it. What's up? Yeah. Well, let's let's talk a tiny bit about the peak performance event because um, uh, for people who are listening to this show, uh, you probably uh, remember that it's it, or at least hopefully fondly recall that uh the whole reason this became the after show is because uh we used to kind of sit around and chat a little bit more when we were done recording the official the unofficial apple weblog talk cast every week and true. so uh that was that was the obvious name for this show was uh the after show and uh so if you've if you've been listening that long then you know that like i can't not talk about Apple. I have opinions. I've had them for a long time. I very much uh, am, don't feel like that's going to slow down anytime soon. No. So uh, I so I went. It was late. And I went to Hover. Okay. And so I now own a couple of domains. And I've got, oh, God. I've the, got the, something set up. Oh, my gosh. So... 
Um, and then, you know, what happens when you when you do this sort of thing and kind of put out in the world, like, I, I kind of think I want to, maybe next time I want to own it so that I don't, so that it's up to me, you know, like what the direction is and it's up to me, you know, I get to, mm-hmm. I get to own all my stuff when I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, lots of people come to that conclusion at some point in their lives. And so, um, I'm kind of coming to that conclusion. So I bought some domains and, uh, and so I'm going to do a show after the awesome. event um, as per tradition, uh, <laughs> you know, what it kind of uh, what it always was, you know, um, wait till after the event is over and then go talk to some people and get everybody's opinions and everything about it. So uh, I'm going to uh, I have some things set up and um, so I'm going I'm, to I'm trying to find exactly which one was the one that I officially purchased that I know is going to work for me. Um, it's, let me find, this is riveting content. I know I'm going to be it's really fantastic. good at doing an actual podcast in the future. Right? Well, I, so. I just, well, as you're, as you're looking for it, I, it occurs to me that, you know, the, the 1am domain purchase is the, is the nobody gets hurt version of the 1am drunk text to the X. Um, you know, it kind of is. <laughs> it's like you know, you, it, you check those email receipts in the morning, like, oh, oh, did I? Yeah, because it's it's sort of the same, the same emotional territory. It's just it's like it's not it's not you know toxic mm-hmm. and weird in the same way, but it's definitely well. Things. You know, you're you're Should the only one embarrassed that? in the morning, right? You no, know? right. Um, you know, and no one else has a, to know. No one else has to know exactly. Yeah. right. but you, but you, this the shame, the internal shame is the same. It's the. <laughs> The, what the happens? Look, what happens late at night between you and your registrar is your business. <laughs> this is this is where the the GoDaddy ad campaign that never was and that should have been. Um, that they yeah. absolutely should have done this instead of uh, instead of all of that instead hey, of everything ch- else they did. Hey, ladies, you're not hot enough to be our customer. Um, yeah, which was kind of fun. Um, I actually called them up and told them that's why I'm not a customer anymore. Um, but anyway, that's a, that's a, that's another podcast, as I'm fond of saying. Um, so we have uh, you will be able to find me, um, and depending on uh, who else I can sweet talk into showing up to do things with me, uh, you can find us at theslice.tech, and it will be varying levels of slices. You can have a little tiny slice. You can have an apple slice. You can have a tech slice I like um, it. when we get into smart home stuff um which is inevitable because uh smartness has invaded my home uh it will be the home slice of course <laughs> um, i did not see that coming because should've, again should have but i didn't hi mike we've met i, um, no, I should have seen it coming. there's no, there's no like, doubt that, i mean yeah come on um so yeah, you can find us over at theslice.tech um, and there will be uh, more stuff there as um, I get the opportunity to kind of do more things. And uh, in my copious amounts of free time, I will make sure that there's uh, stuff over there to check out. So um, for all the people who um, watch like Mac Voices Live on Tuesday nights and have listened to me go, maybe I should just you know be live streaming and be done with it. Uh, maybe I should, you know, maybe I should this, maybe I should that. Um, well, I'm going to. So for all the people who've been waiting for that to happen, um, I'm sure both of you are super excited. Right now. <laughs> and, um, so I sat down and had a conversation with friend of the show, Doc Rock, who talked to me about uh, what it takes to do live streaming because he's sort of the, the poster Story. girl for Ecamm now, uh, for Ecamm Live. So he does all of that. And was telling me about the logistics of it, um, how to get started, what I need to know, what I need to be able to do. So we'll see what happens. Um, as Chuck Joyner is fond of saying, uh, run it up the flagpole and see who salutes it. I'm doing that. So we'll all find out together how, that, how much everybody believed that it was a thing that I should be doing. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, I'm thrilled that, I'm thrilled that you chose this venue uh, to, to notice. I mean... 
actually, what better way to notify both your fans uh, than than this podcast? <laughs> because uh, I say hello to both of them here every time we, we do a podcast. We literally call them out by name every time we, we do the show. We do. Um, and if you it, would like me to call out your name in yet another piece of the internet, you can go over to theslice.net and get a hold of us. And uh, theslice.tech. I don't know mm-hmm. if my theslice.net actually worked yet or not. Uh, I put in the offer. We'll see what they say. Um, but yeah, it will. We'll see. Like it's it's going to be an experiment. I hope it's awesome. Um, you know, we'll we'll kind of all find out together, right? So. We we will find out together. Um, well, I'm I'm super excited. I I my my list of domains that are that were, you know, this should be a thing and registering it, and then you know. Sometimes it's the next morning. You're like, yeah, that's never going to happen. Sometimes it takes a while, um, <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes that domain really just, really just catches the zeitgeist. And that's why we bring you WeatherAlibi.com for all your weather alibi needs. <laughs> okay, uh, that reminds me that I'm going to need to contact WeatherAlibi.com oh. and see if they would be interested in sponsoring. Absolutely, website. I can I can confidently say that they will <laughs> they will take the first ad placement, the first buy. Um, oh, that's we'll truly get, exciting! We'll get everybody on it. Uh, I love it. That's that's fantastic. Well, so so the plan is for you to do a reaction show on Tuesday mm-hmm. after the Apple event. After after we find out um, what kind of bonkers announcements we're going to get. Um, I don't know any like I I have no in, no additional information. I don't know anything about what's coming. Uh, you know, we'll kind of all find out together. Um, but what Mike have you seen as far as like what might be coming down the pike? Well, it's it, it, I was I was looking at there's an R story today that was sort of like the most likely to least likely, and I'll I'll pull that mm-hmm. up and we'll put it in the show notes. Um, I think it I think the iPhone. The, the the way it was framed is that the March event is sort of the um, consumer grade, and the the late fall event is is pro time. Um, WWDC, of course, is developer world, and September right. is the new iPhone. But developer be- world is is hardware. Like we're you know if they're yeah. gonna release if they're gonna well at this point it's not really release is it if they're gonna unleash new apple silicon hardware like it makes sense that we would either get them in june or get the press release about them early enough that people can get their hot can get their paws on them in june so that they can use them to build amazing things with whatever the next operating system is right so um i'm hoping like i'm hoping for the se and maybe for some ipad love because uh this was always the time of year when a young man's thoughts turn to portable computer, <laughs> turn to tablet computing, right? Turn, when a young man's thoughts turn to turn, young man's mind turns to thoughts of tablets. Is that what? Where, is that where we're going? Something, with yeah, something like that. Um, because, and and the reason I I pointed out like that is because we used to talk about this on the Two Autocast because it was always amusing to me that Apple would have this springtime event and go, hello everyone, look at the new amazing thing that we're gonna put out. And we're gonna put it out on a weekend with a when a bunch of places where our stores are so that you can go buy one will be shut because it's Easter. So <laughs> that's the yeah. part that always baffled me about the spring thing for the iPads. But I think consumer level iPads, like they're at the point where if Apple still wants us to believe they take that seriously, that we should be getting a new one. Um, you know, a new iteration of that new mini iPad mini, which is great, would be fantastic. Or, or, well, I mean, the, the iPad mini is, is has been more recently revved. So actually, the iPad Air seems like it's, it's the one that's aged the most. I would very much like for there to be a new iPad Air. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah I, what do you think we're going to get, though? I think we're going to get an iPhone SE. I think that's a yeah. that's a gimme. I think the I think the iPad Air is a likely mm-hmm. um, a new Mac Mini. Um, I like that one too. I think that's German saying that that is a that that's likely um, the uh, or or that um, that it was in it was always on the roadmap for that to happen. So mm-hmm. an M1. M1 Pro enabled Mini, mm-hmm. uh, and as the as as we, I am recording this on a 
an OG M1 Mini. Um, <laughs> and I'm on an OG MacBook Pro, M1 MacBook right. Pro. So yeah. And, and and we know that those three those three first Apple Silicon machines um, are all they're all identical. I mean, they're functionally identical. The difference is the fan, whether or not they whether or not they have active yeah. cooling. Um, but it's the same. It's the same uh, chassis essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so now that the uh, the pro laptops have come along with the with the uh, 1.5 release or this this the the talk release of the yeah of the of the chips. It makes sense to put there's there's no there's no downside like, to putting it in the mini and and in fact yeah. it would allow them to stop selling and making the Intel mini. This uh, is where I'm headed. Is that yeah. that's really what needs to happen? Because and I always sort of thought the M1 or the mini would be kind of the first of those yeah. to to evolve. You know, it's going to be. Uh, you know, I was surprised, honestly, that we got the Pro and the Max in the laptops uh, just because it made a lot of sense for the Mini to be first since the Mini was first. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it and it's it's time. It's it's if if yeah. if the form factor is going to continue evolving, there's no reason not to bring it up to current spec. It's it's a great machine. I mean, I'm not I'm not just saying that because it's sitting there staring at me with its one glowing <laughs> eye. Um, so that makes sense. Uh, the, the MacBook Air or 13 inch MacBook Pro, I think is a, I, I agree with Sam Axon at, at, at ours as a longer shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the, the M2 is coming. Oh, sure. Uh, and it's probably, you know, it's probably going to hit in performance, uh, somewhere between the M1 and the M1 Pro. It's not going to it's not going to overtake the or the the base uh skew, the base the base chip is not going to overtake the heavy hitters, the Pro chips immediately. Sure. Um but it it's, you know, we int- you introduce the new thing, you make sure that, you know, your non-Pro users are happy and then you yeah. go after the Pro users. Um but I mean I I I'm looking forward to the event you know, somewhat selfishly, because for the first time in several years, I may be in the work market for a new laptop. So if there is Ooh. an M, if there's an M2 M2 Air or even an M2 MacBook Pro, um, the timing might work out. I'm probably not going to get that machine until the summer, um, mm-hmm. or I'm not going to be able to 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 upgrade my machine until July or August. But you know, but when you do, but when I do, I would like it to be something that's. Um, that's that's caught up with the with the world so sure. you know um but i'm excited about that and i'm I, I think this is the first one in a while where i won't be um i won't be actively doing like in a in another meeting <laughs> during nice. the event yeah i mean historically you know you know for years uh you always ended up somewhere else <laughs> i always always somewhere else i was in orlando or i was in vegas or i was always somewhere else and i was always like actively working and not mm-hmm. you know not able to uh, to pull away so yeah so i'm looking forward to it but um is there something like have have you spent any time in your house of crackpot theories you know dusting the dark corners looking around <laughs> seeing what people might have left in the couch cushions anything from from the the hct that might make it into this keynote you know i i've been thinking about it and i I wonder because this is like because this will be a March event. Uh, the other thing I wonder about is if there's something they could do in March that could go hand in hand with something that they'll do in June. So uh, not not as anything particularly outlandish, but like maybe there would be a preview of something that we then get full information about in the Worldwide Developer Conference keynote. So not that I have any idea what that would be, but, you know, something that maybe would go together. Like we get a preview of the machine that's coming, you know, like we like in June, Hmm. um, we got the M1s. You know, they said this is coming. This is going to be a thing that happens, but we didn't get the machines until much later that year. And so I wonder if this is the kind of thing where they could go, hey, in March... You know, we're going to tell people about the headset, and then in June, we're going to tell people uh, all the stuff you need to know about developing for it, or mm. whatever, um, or the car, or you know, whatever other sorts of you know the um, whatever other sorts of things are out there that we 
keep hearing rumors about that aren't going away. You know, so I wonder about that kind of thing. Uh, you know, whether, that's, whether we whether we get the tease, whether we get the uh, yeah coming it, someday. It seems like it would make it, it seems like it would make sense to have it be something where they go. This is what we're gonna tell you, and which is not really an Apple thing to do, but this is what we're gonna tell you more about in June mm-hmm. when you can finally develop for it or whatever. Um, that seems like it might be uh, kind of a fun way to do that sort of thing. So um, I was kind of wondering that because it seemed like these were a little more obvious, and it seems like Apple's gotten a little, a little, mm-hmm. said little, underline the, emphasize the little if you can. Um, a little more um not transparent but maybe predictable like it's you know air power mat or whatever it was called aside like this is a thing that's coming and we're giving you kind of the broad strokes of where we're headed you know because we heard that m1 was going to be a two-year transition and we've seen you know three quarters of that or whatever now and you know making those things you know turning those things into reality and watching them evolve over time and that and just sort of being a little more cognizant of like, yeah, this is a thing that's going to happen, you know, and it's not like we can really hide it. And the other nice thing about that, you know, um, the first time we got something like that generally uh, at scale was the iPhone. They told us about it in January because it was coming out in June, but they had to file all that paperwork and stuff first. So everybody was going to find out about it one way or another. And so they wanted to control the message. And I think that um, depending on, on what else is coming you know the car the headset the the auto driving whatever uh you know those are the kind of things that there's gonna have to be or you know something mind-blowing with the apple watch maybe they finally cracked blood sugar or something and See, you know oh yeah like yeah. like all of the paperwork that goes into the kind of stuff that we keep hearing about that doesn't go away all of that kind of stuff is going to have lots of regulation around it and lots of paperwork around it and lots of things that need to be filed as a matter of public record around them. And that's right. the kind of thing that, um, uh, you know, it would behoove them to make sure that that's a thing that they get to control the rollout of. And, you know, you can't when you have to go file a bunch of stuff with the FCC or the FEC or, or you know, the all, F- the, uh, F- all the other three FDA, letter. Yeah. Yeah. E-I-E-I-O, you know, once they get involved. Yeah. <laughs> those, those those people are the worst to work with. They um, are. Well, I, I mean, you, I think you you make an excellent point about the the regulatory lead time and the the leak, the in, the inevitability inevitability. That's what mm-hmm. I, that's where I was headed. I was getting. I am almost ended on inevitability, <laughs> inevitability which is not <laughs> a word. Um, Yet. The, the, give it a minute. Yeah, give it give it time. The inevitable um, information spread mm-hmm. of that of those of those kind of capabilities, not necessarily a specific device, but the kind of capabilities you're talking about. Um, yeah. And then when you compound that by the the lead time your supply chain needs in right. 2022, right? Uh, that's the other piece of we're going to announce a thing, but y'all can't get your mitts on it till. June, August, you know, because we want to show it to you because everybody's going to find out about it anyway, and we can't make enough of them until then, given the current supply chain. Well, and and also Apple's been a little bit more comfortable with things like um, uh, universal universal access. What what is the what is the um, the uh, multi screen device feature named? I can never remember. Universal control. Universal control. Universal access is different. Um, where it's announced and it's part of the OS, mm-hmm. the anticipated OS release, but it's not there. It's not ready. And right. if it's not ready for prime time. They're not pushing it when it is something they can do in software. So you mentioned um, the Apple Watch uh, being able to do um, blood glucose, which yeah. which is the the holy grail. The holy grail. A a a, a holy the grail. Diet um, holy grail. Among the grails, right? The grail, the the grail is, is in the grail vicinity. Um, <laughs> when that happens, you're 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 100 correct. The 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 regulatory footprint of it is going to be so much broader than the product mm-hmm. announcement. So yeah, absolutely, it makes sense to say, hey, we're introducing the new Apple Watch. We're, we're revving the Apple Watch models, and they are all going to have the hardware to do this, and we expect to deliver the functionality in a software update 
in you know by WWDC, mm-hmm. and and it, and it's like you get you get the gear and you get the features later. Yeah. Um, maybe you know maybe you have to be an Apple you know Apple One subscriber for that, which would be we're oh my god we're getting we're getting closer and closer to the singularity. I don't know. Uh, side <laughs> side note: as we as you as listeners of the After Show know, we 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 talk about technology, we talk about all sorts of things, we also talk about pop culture. Um, and I have been watching the um, the Amazon Prime series Upload. Oh no! Uh, which is <laughs> hilarious. I really enjoy. It. I mean, it's cringy, but it's also hilarious. And it's um, there was a I feel like it was an Orson Scott Card story, but there was there's there's um, there's been a lot of science fiction stories, a lot of tropes about what do we do when we can upload consciousness to yeah. uh, to something, to the cloud or to advice or to a robot. <laughs> Just and- to throw back to one of the theories from my house um, was when Apple started buying data centers in North Carolina, it was so that they could upload Steve to them. Right. You know, yeah. cause so, so he could be closer to Walt, uh, who is frozen you know. there. So, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the, the idea of like, of having a digital afterlife where your consciousness participates in a simulation in a metaverse mm-hmm. um, it played can be played for pathos can be played for you know hard sci-fi consequences can be p- played as horror uh, as it often is sure and and in the case of upload it's played for comedy mostly for comedy and also some mystery um, because once you are a subscriber, of mm-hmm. Lakeview, which is the which is the high end digital afterlife that that this uh, this poor guy is in, um, there's great stuff all around, and there's awesome food, and there's great activities, and there's fantastic things to do, and every single one of them is an in app payment, <laughs> and it's so hilarious. It's a, it's a cruise, but on the internet. Yes, it's it's okay. it's fantastic, and um, and the. The exterior or the establishing shots of Lakeview, uh, they use Mohonk Mountain House, which is a uh, a uh, turn of the century era vintage resort, beautiful, beautiful hotel and and uh, fitness and uh, spa resort here in New York State uh, near New Paltz. Um, so as soon as I saw the hotel there in the opening credits or in the opening shots, like <laughs> I know exactly where that is. I have been there. I lost my wedding ring in that lake. Um, oh my gosh. I did, and it was recovered, which is I, I get another pod. All right, so short version, but okay, okay. hold hold that thought. We'll hold come back on. to that in a second. Yeah, but the reason I mention this, uh, you know, this show, which is starting its second season, and I'm I, I've not started it yet, is that it takes the sort of idea of um, buying into a a digital life partner. As a company is, that is going to be responsible for you, takes it to the illogical extreme. But it's very easy to see how Apple's participation in quantified self and digital mm-hmm. health metrics means that it does become harder over time to take yourself away from that ecosystem. Uh, and something like this, assuming we do get an Apple Watch or other Apple device that has a blood glucose monitor, that's going to that is really going to be an interesting scenario in terms of people's ability to uh, have have digital freedom and have portability. I had this experience literally last week oh. because I was I was out of the country. I had a minor surgical procedure on this this past Monday. I had cataract surgery, and and. So I'm out of the country. I'd already gone to my regular doctor to get pre-cleared for this surgery. Mm-hmm. And on like Wednesday or Thursday, I start getting messages, phone calls and text messages from the doctor in the doctor's office saying, we need to talk to you about this. Long story short, they wanted me to come back in to have some blood work redone because it was borderline. And they're like, well, I don't know. I'm not, doctor's like, I'm not comfortable approving you for anesthesia with these numbers. Yikes. And, I, and, and Yikes, right. And I said, well, hang on a second. This particular measurement, this particular you know test, 
I've I'm always at this level. It's like it's a ten. Like whatever the number, mm. like ten is the edge, and I'm always like either nine point eight or ten point three. So I'm always there. Like it's just the way mm-hmm. just the way my system works. And it's been that way for years. And he's like, and did it's like, oh, you know, is that so? And, and Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> but 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 I was like, yeah, I, I think I can get my test results. I open up the health app on my phone. Why, yes, as a matter of fact, you can. I go to the I go to the um the the diagnostics and the and the test section, and I can see maybe eight or nine data points over the last five years mm-hmm. of every time I've had this particular blood work done. And I screenshot it and I send it to the doctor. I said, like, so this is this is what it looks like. And by the way, it was at this level. The last time I had anesthesia, which, as you may recall, was you, Doc. <laughs> and why you would did you know it. that? You were there. <laughs> you were there. Um, like that was what you you did the colonoscopy. You put me under for that. It was the same, and it was the same number. And he's like, you know what? That makes sense. No problem. Of course, I'm going like I'm going in for this eye surgery. It's a lo- it's eye drops. It's a local anesthetic. They're not putting me under. And Are they at I'm least like, giving you something good when they do that? Because yeah, they're giving dude. you something. They're giving okay. you something nice. But 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 my point is, like here, I'm talking to the guy who literally had me under a general. Yeah. <laughs> and the numbers were the same. And was like, I, hmm, yeah, yeah. So welcome to the welcome. I, to the, I admire welcome your to diligence, the, but dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it's and thank you all for joining us on the the uh, colonoscopy and you po- podcast. Hello and welcome to Slept Wrong Years Old with <laughs> Hello and welcome to What's Broken Today. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that noise but, when you get up by Mike and Kelly. But, uh, but this is but this is the first time in like the 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 after times yeah. where you know I'm in a situation now where I have ongoing iMessage chats with my medical providers, something that guaranteed three years ago would not have been a thing. No. Not a thing. For like but 19 different reasons, too. For a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But now it's like everybody's like, yeah, you know what? We got to do, we got to work with what we got. So the doctor's texting me and I and I sent him, I sent him a screenshot from my phone. It's like, these are the numbers. It's like, okay, good. You're, you're fine. You're, you can go ahead. So I was able to do that. And as I'm watching upload, I'm thinking, well, there's a, there's a light side to this and there's a dark side to this. And the light side is, <laughs> I have more control and more, more, you know, in my pocket, you know, mm-hmm. and we always refer back to the wonderful Chris Rawson story, 33 things you don't need if you have an iPhone, you know, what do you have in your pocket? You have a compass, you have a level, mm-hmm. you have a map, you have a, you know, you have a shopping list, all this stuff, you have a, you yeah. have a, you have a, a voice recorder. And of course, what you also have in your pocket is all your medical records forever. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy, but we do have that anyway. Yeah. Oh, but but the thing I was going to say about the wedding ring and Mohonk Mountain House, I want to come back around to that. <laughs> many, oh many... wait, before Go. you do, because we have to briefly, um, yeah. because uh, I believe I am now. It's a long story, but I believe I'm officially obligated, like legally, by Don Melton to point out to everyone that if you are in the range of ne- of being a person who needs a colonoscopy, you need to go get one. It is no joke. Yes. Just go do the thing. This is not when I get around to it. This is not if I have time. This is a thing that you need to do full stop. That's all it is. Pants, optional. Colonoscopy, <laughs> not. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's I have the, to. That's the Jeff Gamut poster. Pants, optional. I mean, colonoscopy, yeah. So, and, and it stops at his waist. Um, but the thing that, and, and I feel like I have to say that because Don wants to make sure that that happens to everybody. So he, you know, I've gotten. A, a stern talking to from him on this front and I just want to make sure that if you are that if you are a person for whom your doctor through iMessage of course is suggesting that this is the thing that you need to do then just go and do and just be done with it and then move on with your life because if you yeah. need it and you don't do it it's just going to be worse later on so go yeah. make sure it gets done and now back to Mike and his story of recovering his wedding ring from the bottom of a lake yes and um you could talk to your doctor because many many physicians also will be happy if you just do Colaguard, which is which is you send in a sample. You don't have to get the like. It's good. It's a good idea to get that baseline colonoscopy when you turn fifty ish or yes. earlier. Um, but you can also do Colaguard or other less invasive procedures. But it's really important to be screened for colon cancer because colon cancer is no freaking joke. Yes. Um, and uh, yes, and also. Not for nothing. When you do get that colonoscopy, the nap you have a wonderful nap. It's really the the prep I mean, is miserable. The nap is delightful. It's like yeah, oh, so rested and relaxed afterward. Exactly. Uh, anyway, wedding ring, Mohunk Mountain House. Um, 
The this was many 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 years ago. This was circa ooh, I want to say two thousand and four, two thousand five ish maybe. Uh, and I was at with uh, MJM Creative Services, my former employer, and we were having a retreat. We had a full staff retreat at Mohawk Mountain House, which was amazing. We had a wonderful time. It was a great, um, it was a great experience. And one of the things we did was a team building exercise where. Uh, we split into teams of four or five, and we built uh, boats out of cardboard to try to race paddle around a small course on the on the shore of the lake. And it was to get everybody to cooperate and take input and learn from yeah. one another. And you, you know, but like we have, you end up with a two person team paddling these boats, which of course rapidly disintegrate. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, no. And, and I was paddling our cardboard boat and losing. And uh, paddling, of course, with my you know with my hands and feet. And no I, one wins in a cardboard boat, Mike. N- nobody wins. And if you're not the MythBusters, you might as well just quit now. Um, <laughs> and uh, as we were as we were drying off to the lake, one of the um, one of my colleagues said something about, "Oh yeah, you know, I I was lucky because I had my ring on and I felt it coming off my hand, so I was able to grab it." And I had this <gasps> moment of panic of like, "Oh crap!" And I looked at my hand, and sure enough, my wedding ring was gone. <gasps> and I was like, oh no. So I called I call I called the security desk and I went and talked to them and they said, oh, okay, can you give us a description? I gave them a description. And they said, well, we have a guy who comes about once a month to dive the lake <gasps> to look for things what? that people lost because it happens all the time. Of course. Um, so We'll take the report. We'll let him know. And when he comes, he may reach out to you. So a couple weeks later, I get a phone call from, you know, Joey, uh, Joey the diver. And he's like, what do you, where, he said, where, where were you? I said, we were doing the cardboard boat thing. He's like, I know exactly where that is. Uh, it's pretty shallow. I described the ring to him. The next day he calls me back, says, Mr. Rose, uh, you said uh, your, uh, your wedding ring, it was a plain, uh, plain gold band. I said, yes, plain gold band. He's like, and no, no inscription, no, uh, nothing on the inside. It's like, well, I think it maybe said like stamped like 18 carat on the inside, but no, no inscription, plain gold band. He's like, yeah, white gold band. I said, yeah, white gold band. He's like, Mr. Rose, uh, are you a little guy? I like how this has turned into a complete character. This <laughs> it, it, is it's, it's how he sounded. Let and me I get said, popcorn. Okay. I said, I said, excuse me. He said, you, you, you small in stature. You know, you got, what you, Five, five, six, five, seven. I was like, I, I'm, I'm five, seven. What, what is this in regards to? May I ask? He's like, well, I found a ring, meets the description. What you told me about this ring, it fits on my pinky. I was like, <laughs> could you just send me my freaking ring, please? Would that be? <laughs> so he mailed it to me. Sure enough, it was the, it was my wedding ring. It's the same one I have today, and now I am what? pretty diligent about not wearing it when I go swimming because it My will goodness. fall off. Um, and it, and it depends. Like I can tell, I can tell how I am hovering around my, my base weight by how easy it is to take, <laughs> to put on and take off. Um, and I know that I, I've lost a few pounds over the last couple of months cause it slides on and off very easily. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's Mohawk Mountain House. So if you watch the show upload, uh, look for the look for what the what Lakeview looks like, and that is Mohawk Mountain House. It's gorgeous. It's very wow. expensive, uh, but highly recommended. And the, they have it's the food is fantastic, and yeah, support support the lodging and hospitality industry. You know, and say uh, hi to Joey while you're there, right? And say hi to Joey the diver. <laughs> check your hands check your hands against Joey the diver's hands I understand that's one of the that's one of the activities is you just go up and hold your hand next to Joey's enormous mitts isn't that and an old Dio song Joey diver Joey diver <laughs> I believe I believe that may be um, that may be Jethro Tull uh, oh. no, that's, that's Ark of a Diver I'm sorry I miss, I'm, I'm incorrect <laughs> Uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm totally spinning up another podcast and, and the audience, I'll have to fight the people off with a stick. <laughs> they're going to love it. They're going to love it. If, they, if they're if they not excited about the television commentary, they're super there for the medical procedures that make you go, <laughs> Why wouldn't they be? 
Well, what and can, you know, lake di- you know, lake diving. Like, you know, who's not diving. in for that, you know. Um so speaking of speaking of diving, which is an Olympic sport and other things that are happening uh, yes. in the world. Um I I I there is a there is a a link of note um that we're going to we're going to share um which is Yes, for we are not oblivious to world events. We are not oblivious to world events and and obviously the situation uh in with the Russian attack on Ukraine is um absolutely horrifying and horrible. Um there are there are a lot of a lot of different constituencies, a lot of different connections to Ukraine, and the one that comes to mind at the moment is the number of uh, Mac and iOS developers that are based there mm-hmm. uh, in in Kiev and and elsewhere in the country. Um, MacPaw, which makes clean my Mac, uh, is mm-hmm. there. Um, Riedel, one of the companies that Riedel. I spent a lot of time talking to back in the back in the TUAW days, um, yeah, is headquartered same. in Odessa. And they make a great uh, set of uh, PDF tools and also the Spark app for email. Uh, B-Lite software, um, and, uh, which makes a backup, a backup utility. And some other stuff as mm-hmm. well, I think. Um, Live Home 3D, Amadine, Swift Publisher, a bunch of other stuff. So uh, Unclutter is the one that, I'm, that, that I can Unclutter. think of because um, uh, Eugene from Unclutter sent out messages and uh like sent sent out messages to people that he knew and and had given some updates and so eugene who uh, makes unclutter he lives in kiev Mm -hmm. and uh the the pictures that you saw of the building uh the the brick building with the crater in the middle uh he lives next door and uh and so he was he sort of you know shared a little update with people and uh, I will have a link to that in the show notes because uh, it's it's important. And if you want to help people, um, you know, a thing that you can do is go buy a license for one of these things, or go buy, you know, if you if you if you already own it, um, you know, upgrade your subscription or, or buy somebody a, else a gift yeah, license, a license to something, yeah. and and or you know, encourage other people to to go do the same because um, the a lot of these folks, you know, we. You know, Mike and I, we like we used to talk to them at MacWorld. We used to, you know, meet up with them in places, and and you know, and and all of them were just so lovely, and you know, we got to have the best time, you know, catching up with people, and and you know, the, there there's no there there it, it sucks. Like there's yeah, no, there's no reasonable sucks. way to sort of like. Like yeah, you know, like like this this it's fine that this ha- that this happened or anything like that. Like they're just so like all of the people that I've met that were from that were uh, from Ukraine were always they were always like fundamentally like like nice kind people and interested in what we were doing, you know. And and you know we could tell when somebody was talking to us because it's like if I'm nice to you, you'll give us press. And you could tell when somebody was being nice to you because they were genuinely nice. Yeah. And they were always a hundred percent of the time. They were the people that were just nice for niceness's sake, and I couldn't have more lovely things to say about the folks at MacPaw, the folks at Riedel, uh, Eugene over at Unclutter, all of those folks. Like they, they need help. They're yeah. they're not in a position to sort of sit and watch it from afar and shake their heads. Like that's not how it that that's not how you roll when when it comes to your doorstep. Yeah, so. and and I and I think too what one of the things that we we learned back in the back in the TUAW days and when we were when we were spending time with these developers and getting to know them is that the the app store the iOS app store and then eventually the Mac app store made a huge difference in terms of you know geographically democratizing the yeah. the Mac software industry the I mean reach that they could have the reach that they could have the way that they could get to new new audiences and new customers mm-hmm. was transformed and and when you know to your point when we did get to sit down and talk to these folks um, at MacWorld at DubDub and other places um, you know it's I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking of of Michael Simmons at Flexibits who is not I mean he's not Ukrainian he's he's, <laughs> he's New Jerseyan but um, but uh, but the the kind of enthusiasm, like you you'd be you'd be talking to someone. Maybe it was maybe it was someone who was a who was doing PR or publicity for twenty independent developers, mm-hmm. and they'd say, "Well, I want to talk you to talk to this person on this day, and this person I've got you another meeting." And like, okay, great, yeah, I, I like this is seven meetings. Oh my god, and you'd get to 
you you could always tell when you were talking to one of the Ukrainian developers because they were so happy to have the conversation. Yeah. Like like there was a real there was a real earnestness and genuine enthusiasm and almost inevitably inevitably they were like, "Oh, I love the site." I, I mean, and they would they would talk about not only things that they read on the blog, not only things they read on to UAW, but things specifically that I had written. Yeah, like things that I they like. Oh, I loved I loved your roundup of the you know the to do lists, and that was really that really informed some of our thinking when we were putting together this product. I'm like, you're kidding me, really? And yeah. true, sure enough, you saw the product. You're like, oh yeah, they totally didn't do the thing that all the other people did that was annoying <laughs> that I wrote up. And I wrote this up. is the thing that's going to drive you up a wall in right. every single app. Yeah. Um, and it was and it was. I, I mean, you don't want to ascribe things like that to national character or anything like that. But but there was a culture there. I presume there still is a culture of collaboration, of open mindedness and of mm-hmm. really like like a fanatical focus on the user experience and trying to make things yeah. make things work well. And like not everybody yeah. likes every app and not everybody likes every developer. But but this is a way you can support people uh, who are going through uh you know, legitimately the worst experience of their of their lives and of anybody's yeah. life. Um, and another way that maybe you could support people, which apparently people are doing, is booking ghost Airbnbs in Ukraine, <laughs> which is insane. Wow. Uh, I never even would have occurred to me to do this, but apparently people are trying to do it. It, it may or may not be actually a good way of getting money uh, to needy people in, in Ukraine, but it's apparently a thing people are doing, so. Yeah. Uh, full service podcast. We're going to mention. We're going to mention the good ideas. We're going to mention the bad ideas. We're going to let you sort them out. Um, <laughs> well, on that note, let me talk. So, first of yeah. all, uh, the link in the show notes that I uh, that I will have to to Eugene's uh, Eugene's update um, has uh, a couple of uh, things that you can follow for uh, like charitable assistance and um, official sources of information, so that you if you are in need of something like that that's a little more official and a little closer to, the, to you know, boots on the ground, you can get that. Um, the other thing I wanted to uh, mention today, uh, which I thought we were going to slide into so nicely after, like, you know, taking care of yourself and, like, blood sugar on your watch, you know, blood glucose reading on your watch and all that, mm-hmm. is um, I went and visited my folks, uh, mm-hmm. my mom, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, while I was there, I made sure that their phones were all set up with all the health stuff that they have available to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the emergency contact is now mm-hmm. set up, you know, for both of them. And, yep. and uh, the, uh, some of the accommodation stuff and making sure that the fall tracking is on and, and some of those things just so that uh, if something were to happen, um, you know, there's, there's some, some assistance in place you know to make those things possible so here's hoping um it doesn't take long to set up uh you know and a, a nice thing about it is you know if somebody were to fall down uh you know there, there's notification for that if it's possible to um you know get get people set up with the the 911 notifications and things like that yeah. um you know the the thing my stepdad said uh, immediately when I was like, I, I want to make sure you have the fall notification turned on. He said, he said, I, I don't want to do that because I drop my phone all the time. And I'm like, it knows the difference. <laughs> it's going to know. It's and he gonna said, know. really? I, I promise if you drop your phone, it's not going to call 911. I promise you it'll be okay. So I th- I thought, I thought because, because he and I are both dads, what I would have said was, why on earth do I need a notification that only goes off on, uh, on September twenty second, <laughs> once a year. Mike. Oh, I guess it was at the start, at the end of it too. December twenty second, like goes off twice a year. On September twenty second, to tell me it's fall, and on December twenty second, to tell me it's no longer fall. But <laughs> it's, a fall not- it's a fall notification. Never mind. Fall fall detection is the actual name of the feature, which is yes. <laughs> harder to make a dad joke out of. It, but- a, a little bit, yeah. Um, <laughs> but. It- it was still, nice to you, ha- can, you can still do it. Fall detection. Beep, 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 beep. What? Oh, my phone thinks it's up. Wait, um, it might almost be the solstice. It's the equinox. It's the equinox. Not the solstice. Sorry. So, anyway, you were saying about the, well, the wonderful and heartwarming <laughs> thing you're doing to keep your family safe that well, I cannot and- help mocking because I'm a bad human being. No, it's because you can't resist the joke. I know that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's there. You know, but... 
uh, you know, it only took a minute and it's a thing that, you know, not everybody thinks about doing. And so, you know, maybe take a minute and get it done. Um, and part of it is because it doesn't, it didn't take any, it doesn't take any time and it doesn't make anything any different from what they're already doing. So it's just going to kind of hang out in the background. So that was part of what I liked about it. Um, and I was sort of like retroactively unhappy that it didn't exist sooner because uh, a few years ago, my mom was riding her bike with my mm. stepdad and they were out cruising around the neighborhood and uh, my mom fell off her bike and she broke her leg and her hip, broke her leg oh. in a couple of places and broke her hip. And my stepdad didn't realize she wasn't behind him anymore until oh. until they were almost back at the house. So it was like, a block or two um so she fell and he got home realized she wasn't there backtracked found her and then you know called 911 and everything and she's fine like they you know she's got a, a hip replacement and i think one new knee and like everything's everything's okay you know relatively uh for that but in that moment it would have been nice if her, if her phone or her watch had been able to go you good because it seems like no yeah, and if you don't tell issue. me you're good, then uh, I, I'm gonna just call nine one one for you. And like they would have already been on the way when my stepdad got back to her. And so like that sits in the back of my mind all the time with this stuff. And so that was kind of the thing I was thinking about. And so I was you know explaining to them like you know in 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 this case, not that my mom's really riding a, riding her bike much anymore, but in this case, uh, this would have already happened for you, and you wouldn't have had to there wouldn't have been anything for you to do. You know, the, the, the ambulance would have just shown up for you and you could have, you know, taken it from there. So, uh, you know, go set it up. It only takes a minute. It's a thing that, that, uh, is not too hard. And then I was able to take a minute and ask them about their health records and they were both, um, mm. well, yes, I have all my health records on, you know, through, through the doctor's office. They sent me this thing and I set up my account. I'm like, great. So, uh, got those all set up in the health app like you were talking about earlier. And it's just easier because I told them, like, you know, now you can just see all that stuff on your phone whenever you need it. And, you know, they don't, to be fair, neither of them listen to, my, to any of my podcasts. But, <laughs> or they would have known all of this already and seen the value in it. Um, but it did. It, it was helpful to be able to, uh, you know, to explain it and show them, like, you know, now this is on your hand all the time and you don't have mm -hmm. to do anything and then when you get a new medication it'll just show up in here if you go get new blood work it'll just show up and being able to have that available and you know when you go when you go to the one specialist who gives you a medication you know you can go to the other specialist who's on a different network and you can go okay this is what the other doctor prescribed to me right you know are you guys gonna mess with each other <laughs> and, you know and having the option to to have that conversation and not have to know what it is or carry around a bunch of paperwork for all your, you know, all those like mile long prescription things that people mm. that you get when you go pick up your, your stuff at the pharmacy or whatever. Um, not having to do any of that anymore, you know, super handy. So yeah, take a minute and take a minute and take care of it if you can, uh, would be my, my other PSA for that today. So yeah, it's, these are, these you're, we're, we're providing that listener value that you all crave so much. Um, <laughs> Folks, if you want to check out Kelly's new venture, um, you can go to the uh, the slice dot tech yes. uh, next next week on Tuesday. Something will be there at the slice dot tech. Yes, uh, something 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 good. Something Ideally several coming. things. Ideally several things, uh, and you can check that out. I I will definitely be doing that because I am super curious how that's going to go. Uh, and well, and you could come join me on Tuesday and talk about that. I might be event maybe, if you so desire. Could maybe be a thing that could happen. We we'll take a look. We'll see how that goes. Um, and uh, of course, when we say you, we mean our loyal listeners. And as is our as is our custom, we will say hello to you personally if you ask us to. All you have to do is hit <laughs> us up on Twitter at the <laughs> underscore after show. And we will start going through the list. Kelly, do you have the list with you? Are you ready to to say hello to people? Uh, almost. Where did it go? Okay. Uh, there it, it is. Okay. You I go ahead. It. You you start. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, Chris Fuller. Hi, Kelly O'Coin, who appears in the not only in the new NBC series uh, Endgame with Marina Baccarin. He's in the pilot. But he also is in the new Hulu series, 
Um, the name of which escapes me. Oh crap! I'll remember it by the time we're done with thank yous with hellos. But um, but my daughter, but uh, daughter two pinged me on Instagram and said, "Wait a minute, I know that guy," uh, and sent me the the trailer. Uh, so he is he is definitely in that show, and of course he continues on billions. Hi, Kelly O'Coin. Go. Yes, uh, he's really full. I can't wait to start watching that show. Hi, Tom Bridge. Hi, Dave McGee. Hi, Deidre. Hi, Deidre, who I saw this week in person, which was delightful. Hi, Lenny. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Info Driveway. Hi, Phone Boy. Hi, Javi. Hi, Diane. Hi, Patrice. Hi, Patrice. Uh, hello, Lori Duncan. Hey, Tony Walla. Hello, Michael McWaters. Hey. Official friend of the show who has been here and talked to us and put up with all of our nonsense for an entire episode. <laughs> and just, I feel like we owe him like a medal or perhaps a bottle of something with respect to that. See also Kelly O'Coin, who was mentioned earlier. <laughs> See also other guest Kelly O'Coin. Uh, hi, Jay Miller. Hi, Eric, you listener-in-law, you. Hello, third guest and uh, owner of Mixerology.com, Rich Siegel. Yeah, Rich, who is currently in the process of trying to tempt me with another mixer. Uh, hello, Aaron Reynolds, you magnificent, foul-mouthed, delightful ray of sunshine in my messages every morning. Hello. Uh, I, I posted a picture of Kid 2 from our trip where she was, in fact, wearing a an Effenbird's Can You Not <laughs> t-shirt. Fully branded. Uh, hello, Barry Falk. Barry, we have a lucky trade, and I need you to figure out when you're going to get here so that we can figure that out, um, because, yeah, we've had a lucky trade waiting for, like, two years, and I just need to figure out when we're going to do that, which is Pokemon Go, for people who are playing. Uh, hello, Doc Rock, which is kind of funny, because I was talking to him earlier today, so saying hello again now feels sort of weird, but hey, Doc. Uh, and speaking of people we talk to all the time, maybe less so now, hello, John and Dave. Hello, John. Hello, Dave Kalo. Hello, Charles. Hello, Glenn Fleischman. And that is our list. Again, you can find our show at the underscore after show on Twitter. If you tell us that you listen to the show, we will put you on this list. We will say hello to you personally. And you can say to your family, I have people on the internet who say hello to me whenever they do a podcast. That's like, I mean, that's gold. That's like that's like one 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 piece of gold press latinum maybe. Um, <laughs> speaking of, I'm gonna add a hello. Hi Ben Harrison, uh, Ben Harrison, co-host of Greatest Gen podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. Ben and his partner in crime are coming to Brooklyn on Tax Day to do a live show at the Bell House of their show Greatest Gen, and I am going to probably make an effort to be there because I love that show and I love it. I would like to see Ben. Um, Kelly, as yes. aforementioned, where can the people find you? Uh, you know, <laughs> I feel like that's a trick question now. Um, you can find me uh, generally on Tuesday nights over at uh, the Mac Voices YouTube channel where Tuesday nights Chuck hosts Mac Voices Live. And uh, he does his best to steer everybody there into a thoughtful, intelligent conversation. And uh, the rest of us do our best to ignore his efforts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I adore Chuck and I, I, I love getting to do that show. So every time he lets me back in the Zoom, you know, to, to talk to people some more. I'm always really happy about it. So um, you can find me there. You can find me popping up occasionally over on the Incomparable Network, where I have a show called I Want My MCU TV. Later this year, uh, we don't have any actual information on it yet, but HBO has said that in 2022, they're bringing back a little something called Westworld, which means Don and I will be spinning up greetings from the Uncanny Valley once again. Uh, Don is also on I Want My MCU TV with uh, Lisa Schmeiser and myself. Um, And also a newly added and official host uh, to our uh, little pile of crazy over there is uh, Nathan Alderman, who comes and does like season wraps with us. And we finally decided to make it official. So uh, now he will be joining us all the time for Moon Knight. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, I also recently did a... I believe the technical term is Crazy Town Banana Pants episode of the game show over at The Incomparable, which you should definitely check out. 
um, like the whole thing starts with like, hi, welcome to the game show. And like everything from there just went completely off the rails. <laughs> As is, you know, tradition. Um, so you can find me there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as Verso. And in some form or another, you will also be able to find me over at theslice.tech. And you can find me on Twitter and on micro.blog as Mike T. Rose. Um, you can find me every so often uh, as a guest on Ken Ray's In a Few Minutes, his, uh, his companion show to Mac OS Ken. Um, you can find our convenient historical predictions of the weather at weatheralibi.com, weatheralibi.com for all your weather alibi needs. And you can find this tiny little show at After Show Podcast on the internet and at the underscore After Show on Twitter. We will be back probably pretty soon once we find out what Apple is talking about next week. But until then, everybody stay safe and we'll catch you on the flip side. 